0: Thought it'd be nice just for the first uh, video of the epi- episode of Love the video. video to get that intro still in there. We're going to get a new intro in, but you know, just something a little familiar if you're returning. You're not like, this
1: is totally different. I don't like change. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So hopefully, kick up some graphics.
0: Welcome to the remake of episode 15 of The Lowdown with Luke and Eric and we had
1: some audio issues last time which have hopefully been resolved
0: may 14th sunday 2023 (laughs) excuse me we have a lot of things to talk about star wars jedi Survivor, star wars visions a little final fantasy pixel remaster talk Darkest Dungeon 2. There was a writer there is a writer's strike.
1: Yeah, so, yeah.
0: See you later bleed.
1: <laughs>
0: Stranger things. These kids are gonna be in graduated from college by the time this ends, okay? Yeah. Uh but, Daredevil.
1: Well, it will come out when I'm forty. <laughs>
0: Zelda came out. We are yeah. behind. We've been trying to get this video stuff working, and it finally seems to be, which is nice. So sorry, we've been behind. But we're just gonna try to catch it all up right now. Yeah. Uh, there's even a little. Did you play the open beta? No, that's that's. No, it's not. This May that's
1: 19th this weekend. Yeah. May
0: 19th. Yeah, 19th. for Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, Weird West got a definitive edition. Gendy, Gendy, what?
1: Yeah, uh, Unicorn Warriors Eternal.
0: What's his last name though?
1: uh, uh Taratovsky.
0: Yeah. Great. Great cartoon. Yeah, we watched yeah. it earlier. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy, some Barry, and uh yeah, lots of things to talk about. Bo's Afraid, even. So we'll kick it off with Star Wars Jedi. With the the good old Star Wars. Sorry if you already listened to this episode, but it should sound a lot better now. Yeah. So yeah. there's that.
1: <laughs> so yeah. and if we did listen to the whole thing last time, what's wrong with you? It didn't sound good. Yeah, it sounded really <laughs> bad actually.
0: So Star Wars Jedi Survivor is a great game. This is not just a great game, but one of the best Star Wars games, especially in recent time. I'd say ever. Yeah. I'd say it belongs on that, like...
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, people are putting it up there with, like, the KOTORs and stuff. Top yeah. five? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Top five, yeah. I'd yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. No, it's,
0: it's really, really good. Yeah. I, uh... I'm just having a lot of fun, and it's it's fun to have different kind of combat stances.
1: Yes. Yeah. Instead
0: of, like, the same thing the whole game. Like That's one great thing about Dark Souls and Elden Ring is the versatility of the yeah, game. Yeah, where can it's use like,
1: I want to be a spear guy, I want to be a magic guy, I want to be a, yeah.
0: This game starts to tap into that a little bit more, where you have stances. Yeah, like, five different stances here. Yeah, you
1: got dual-wield and...
0: Dual-wield, you know, double-blade, double just classic single blaster and a lightsaber, which yeah. is cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. And then, like, Kylo Ren with cross-guards, like a heavy weapon, slow attack, which I like that, too. Yeah. Especially for some enemies. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's
1: like a great sword lightsaber yeah. style. Exactly. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. It's just in concept. Yeah. Yeah. Something a bit different for sure.
0: And one of the things for me with the first game didn't really ring great was the story. I just wasn't yeah. crazy about it. It, it. it
1: was just kind of there. Yeah. It was a backdrop for the gameplay, more or less. Like this
0: gets the story down way better. Yeah. Yeah. I think you will like just the fact that uh there's old Republic. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like tied in. There's a Mm -hmm. character from the Old Republic Like gets unfrozen. Yeah. And it's like, I like that. I would like to see.
1: My question is, are they like from stuff I know?
0: Are are they actually in the expanded universe? Yeah. Are they from KOTOR? That's what I'm curious about, too. Yeah. I'd like to know. But, yeah. And one thing I was saying I wanted to mention again from the original take of this episode because we're just we're rehashing essentially. Yeah. That's yeah. it's fine, you know. But we want to make sure people actually listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah. So uh there's just moments. You know, some sometimes all this new Star Wars content is not the best. Some of it's good and when yeah. you get that good Star yeah. Wars content, it it's so it's special.
1: Yeah. Yeah, every now and again you get, like, Andor or season one of The Mandalorian. You get you get something that's like, oh, I, this is cool. This is what I want out of Star Wars right now.
0: And for me, sometimes it's just the little moments. Yeah. Like, there's a part in the game where you're just walking around for a moment and everything kind of slows down and that Star Wars music just kind of comes in. Yeah. And for me... Yeah. It just, it, that brought the Star Wars oh, yeah. even harder. It, like,
1: there's nothing better than when, like, the music hit right, hits right or you get that uh, that Star Wars crossfade. You know how they, like, scene transition in Star Wars? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. do, I do. There was an episode of Visions that, like, hit that so perfectly. And I was just like, oh, man, that was Star Wars. Like, All I right. feel like I'm watching Star Wars yeah. right now. <laughs>
0: it, I totally know that. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Actually, I will say, even though Halo Infinite has been horrible about updating content, when it came out, there were a certain couple things about it that, like, gave me almost those old Halo chills, because I was such a big Halo fan. And one of them was just the shield sound of, like, when you lost your shields, and then they would boot back up, and they had, like, you know, build back up just the sound. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That Halo Shield.
1: Yeah, it's so filling. Shield is like such a
0: the first. I I still remember the first time it happened in Halo Infinite. I was just like, oh, yeah, oh, this is Halo again. (laughs) And I still think it is Halo again. I think the gameplay is done. Oh yes. In Halo Infinite, the campaign is. Yeah, multiplayer is not bad, but it's like where all the fun game modes, yeah, it's just kind
1: of there, more or less. It seems like
0: it's upsetting, but I don't know. I'm booting it back up again here and there. If anybody listens to the podcast and they play Halo, I will play with you.
1: I saw this great clip from Infinite where on a highlight reel where a dude was trying to get into a vehicle and a ghost from like the sky like, landed on the vehicle as he tried to get in, so he got into the ghost as it was falling off of the cliff <laughs> instead of the vehicle he was trying to get in and just died. It was like, that's some classic Halo shenanigans right there. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: I miss that kind of stuff. Yeah. How are you feeling about Star Wars Visions?
1: Uh, really good. Uh, I mean, had more time to di- digest it since we last did this, uh, and I still love it. Like, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, no, that was a very solid few episodes of television. <laughs> like, every episode's different. The one I will keep talking about, uh, at ad, ad nauseum at this point is the one done by the Legend of Korra people, because I was like, this could have been a miniseries, and I would have really liked it. And, yeah, no, it's a whole, like, girl who grew up with a bunch of, uh,. Uh, prophets in the star Wars universe that like use those like raindrops and they use the force to like prophesize what's going to happen in these rocks and whatnot. And it's very interesting. And later in life, she kind of believes that because there's like a statue equal to the dark side and the light side, that if they destroy the dark side statue the war between the Jedi and the Sith will be ended. And she has to team up with like a young Jedi whose master was killed by a Sith and the Sith is hunting him down to try to make him his apprentice. Very, you know, classic Star Wars, Luke Skywalker shenanigans going on. And, yeah, it's really good. It's really well animated, really good fights, and the ending was very powerful. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, this feels like good Star Wars content that I like. I could see, like,
0: just Avatar people in general making good Star Wars content. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Avatar was so good. Even if Legend of Korra doesn't grab that same...
1: Yeah, I yeah. think
0: it's because it's more rehashing things.
1: Yeah, it's more rehashing, and it gets a little weird by the end. Like, I like season one of Korra a lot, because it's more small-scale than Avatar, which I thought was cool. Right. Where it's, like, about, like, a city, <laughs> and not, like, a if- fate of the world situation. Sure. But then it kind of, like, tries to do the whole, like, but we gotta be big, because it's Avatar. <laughs> it doesn't need to. I I preferred, like, the small-scale of season one.
0: Okay. Yeah, I get that. Which is kind of what I
1: like about this, because it felt like... And it's
0: like, we gotta go big with everything, Black Widow, you know? Yeah, Yeah.
1: which is what I liked about this, because this felt like a small story that didn't necessarily need to be told, but was told well, because it was just kind of like, oh, it's just something that happened, like, the consequences of it aren't, would never, like, be major in the Star Wars universe, it's just like, no, this just kind of happened, and it was cool. And I like stories like that, especially right. especially when it comes to Star Wars, because Star Wars likes to do the whole, like, dance on the light and dark sides a lot, where it's like, anyone could turn bad, anyone bad could possibly be redeemed, with the exception of, like, the Yodas and the Palpatines, the people who are, like, the best good guy and the best bad guy. Like,
0: everything you're saying is why I really liked episode, I think, four. Of season three of The Mandalorian. Which yeah. was the one just about, like, the doctor who had worked for the yeah. Uh, yeah, And, yeah. It was just like a... St- yeah. It, you could watch that episode and not know anything about the show. Mm-hmm. Which my roommate literally did. It was just like, that was a cool episode. Yeah. And, like, it was just a random story almost. It did tie mm-hmm. into the, the season, ultimately. Yeah. But it was... It just felt like a, a side story. Yeah. Yeah. And it felt very Star Warsy. I, I liked it a lot in that way, especially all those comics I used to read. Yeah, so
1: See, I, I really like what they did with uh, Mon Mothma in the Andor show. You know, Mon Mothma from episode four or five, I think four, the the lady in the white dress. Yeah, um, yeah. it's like the Death Star yeah. plans. Once the yeah. two women. And...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original trilogy. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, yeah. No, she has because she got the plans because she is working as an inside woman for the Empire. Or like oh. for the rebels in the Empire, so it's like there's a whole plot about like her being married to a guy from the Empire yeah. and stuff like that, and she has a daughter, and so it's it's yeah, it's a really cool plot line. I was like, oh, this character I didn't need to know more about, but I kind of like knowing more about. Like rewatching Episode Four, I'm like, I know what happened to you now, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh,
0: weirdly enough. Normally we don't do this in episodes. We try to actually drag everything out. Yeah, but we got a lot to talk about. Oh, we
1: do. We so do.
0: we're gonna kind of try to keep Ooh. the gears moving yeah. here. Yeah. So, but if you want more Star Wars content, just write in. You know. Yeah. You know, hey, I, I dig you guys on the Star Wars, but who knows? Because we can. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars is very hit or miss It depends on who's watching it You know what I mean Some people love this new content And then it's like Yeah well some of this new content is really good Some of it isn't <laughs> I think so. it is. That's what we'll leave it at for now So yeah Darkest Dungeon 2 I'm gonna talk about that a little bit Another new release that just came out I got this game I played it a little bit I was liking it quite a bit Yeah I didn't get super far though Yeah I've started getting very busy doing a lot of things, so...
1: The, the reviews aren't as high as the first one.
0: I can see that. Yeah. because They're, they're still all really good, but... first game is harder.
1: Yeah. It, well, they're saying, like, this game kind of tries to reinvent the wheel that didn't need to be reinvented. Right, cuz
0: this whole carriage just Yeah. Instead. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it makes the, the it, game easier in Yeah,
1: way. but I guess like after you get past that it kind of starts being darkest dungeon again once That's you get what past I that the first is. 5 hours or so. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it seems very interesting in that aspect where they're like, we just tried to do something different. So, there's nothing wrong with what they did because, I mean, I'd rather you try something different and fail than make the same exact game. Right. Yeah, and they didn't even fail. People like the game. Like, yeah. It's just, it, just, it's sitting at, like, 8 out of 10 instead of 9 out of 10. <laughs>
0: yeah. It is odd that you have to do, like, half the game is, like, different almost.
1: That's, yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. yeah. it's like, okay, now we're back to this gameplay style of the first game. It's yeah that's what i imagined was going to happen it's like you're trying to make your way to a mountain the whole time yeah
1: and, and then once you get, get to the, the
0: mountain it. yeah i imagine yeah it becomes the first game yeah so that just kind of confirmed all my theories yeah <laughs> uh how's final fantasy pixel remasters
1: uh great great uh yeah really only played six kind of touched some of the other ones uh six is just so good. And I finally, I'm literally like, I'm finally going to finish Final Fantasy 6 and then Zelda comes out and I'm like, God. <laughs> Why? Why? The, the one time, and so now I gotta like, try to play Final Fantasy, but I'm playing Zelda. So I'm like, how do I do this? Uh, but no, it's really good. I like what they did a lot with the game. They They made a bunch of appropriate changes, and they didn't make them like too easy to access. Like you can go in the menus and like uh, earn like double gill, like double the triple XP. You can turn off random encounters. That's cool. Yeah, which is like I would never do that on like my first run through nah, nah. of a Final Fantasy game, but if I go back and play like two. You know, and I'm like, I'm over-leveled for this dungeon. I'll just turn off random encounters and go fight the boss. Like, that's a good aspect to have that for. Uh, yeah, all the score has been remastered with the original composer working with the studio on the remasters, so it all sounds great. In Final Fantasy VI, there's a famous scene that's a opera that happens, where one of the characters fills in for the opera singer, because she looks kind of like her, and she was, like, threatened to be kidnapped. And in the remake, they use the Octopath Traveler engine to do the opera. So it's got, like, the 2D, 3D in the opera, which is cool. And they actually had uh, people do the vocals for the song, in the opera, instead of just, like, it being, like, oh, yeah. like, like you know, like, game music, yeah, video yeah. game music that's going on with the lyrics, and instead they had people actually record like, it, yeah. and yeah, it's, it's was like, it like, it. like, this sounds like a, like, generic opera I could go to at my local theater, and I love it. Like, it's, like, it's not that great, like, because it's just, like, we hired some people to sing, like, six lines. <laughs> you didn't have to pay for that, like, in Gollum? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's it's really good. I'm looking forward to playing more of it. But, yeah, Zelda's eating up my time right now, <laughs> unfortunately. It's Zelda. It's yeah.
0: Makes complete sense. Games I was playing before Zelda came out, I was touching on Evil Dead. I've been playing that, that Splatter Royale. I'm loving that Battle Royale. If you played Friday the 13th and you like that, you'll like this. This is the same game, just more action-y, less hoary. And, uh... I like it. It's fun. Ghostwire Tokyo, another one I've been touching on. Uh, it's on Game Pass, I noticed. I was like, hey, why not? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Sometimes you find those games on like Game Pass or the PlayStation hey, Plus pack. Why not? You're just like, "Ah, eh,
0: play played like, the first two chapters, and uh, it's like a first-person shooter that's strategy-based.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like a first-person slasher. Kind of, I feel like, or like first first person. You definitely action. do a lot of shooting. First person action, I should that's say. It's weird. It's more of an action game than it's an weird. actual shooter. It seems like
0: very Japanese, though. It's yeah, those Japanese vibes hardcore. Not a bad game, I guess. Yeah. Not against. No,
1: I mean, it's always seemed it's not
0: fine. Something to write home about, that's for sure.
1: That's a game I'll play when I have like time, and I just have nothing to play. Just be like, oh, this game—it's on sale now. <laughs> like,
0: uh, my roommate downloaded Age of Wonders four.
1: Age of Wonders, not Age of Empires. Age of
0: Wonders—it's like a strategy game, similar to Civ and all those. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's
1: that sounds about right. <laughs>
0: elves and stuff, and dwarves, and all. Kinds okay, of, yeah, mythical beings and stuff. He's just getting into that. I can't even speak much on it. I yeah, know. I think it just recently came out on console. I don't even don't even quote me on that. <laughs> but it's just something I'd mention. Something more, you know, noteworthy than my next mention, Redfall.
1: Because
0: <laughs> yeah, that came out.
1: Yeah, the disaster.
0: I don't, let's let's break down Redfall for you. <laughs> and it, it's a horrible game. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, don't play it. Like it's bad. Oh, play it seriously. Don't. It don't play. on Game Pass. I played this game for eight an hour, and I was like, I'm good. I did three missions in that hour too. Yeah, and it was a lot of just running, killing the enemies at the end of it, and repeat. Yeah, it was go from wasn't point fun. A to point B. It wasn't the video awesome. game
1: yeah. basically. Yeah, or it's like,
0: yeah, why? And maybe things develop, but. It was so clunky and just boring.
1: Yeah. I mean, from what I've heard, when they do develop, the game starts breaking down on you. (laughs) That's what we've seen in videos online.
0: Yeah. I've been bad about streaming. I did stream that. That's like one of my last streams right now. Uh, I was also doing Resident Evil 4. I still need to finish that.
1: And And Star Wars.
0: Yeah, Star Wars Jedi. I'm still stuck. I am still cool. stuck in Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Very hard part. These big badass droids, they are, they're beating yeah. me. They're beating me bad. It's not good.
1: Well, you did no side quests. <laughs> yeah, you? yeah. It's get my health containers. Yeah.
0: I should probably backtrack a bit. Yeah. I think I just started.
1: <laughs> you're, like, you're like me with Zelda right now, where it's like I have four hearts, and I'm, yeah, you're going I'm, I'm like, let me fight this three-headed thunder dragon, and then I just get one hit, and it's like, I should probably play the game more first. Uh, like I
0: played Zelda. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to do all that. I'm a Zelda expert. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I got Dude, I got my it. name's Luke. <laughs> yeah, you're a Star Wars expert. Yeah, done. You gotta just That's, beat it. It's in my birth certificate. That's all I needed. <laughs> like, oh, Star Wars expert right here. <laughs> Post. And then I should have automatically been a famous baseball player, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, my last name. With the dagger, hitting, hitting some dangers.
0: But, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, oh, yeah, how's Kiwami? You're playing that?
1: Yeah, I beat Kiwami. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, Kiwami too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, game was awesome. Uh, I absolutely love that game. I can't wait for three. I have three downloaded and ready to play, but like I said, it's all in Final Fantasy right now, but I have it to fall back on. Uh, I just I love those games so much, and I love how much time I can sink into like the random stuff in those games. Like I-, I love the plot, and the plot's great, and it takes itself seriously, and it's well done. But there's always so much fun stuff to do in those games. When I first launched Koami Two, I immediately just found the place where you can play golf. And found the place where you can play baseball and spent like hours playing golf and baseball and then unlocked like side quests where people came up to me because of how good I was at golf and baseball. Right, and yeah. they're like, try to do this with me, you know, and I'll blah, blah, blah. And it's like some dude with like girlfriend problems, like and I played baseball with and stuff. And like, and I'm just like, these are so silly and I absolutely love them.
0: I kind of had an idea for a game today and I think. It would basically be an American version of that yeah. game. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, Americanizing it. Yeah, where it, it's basically uh, like you got you got all these what are they uh, like lawnmower and bus driver games and yeah yeah simulator, farm simulator. yeah farm
1: yeah. simulator and stuff like that yeah.
0: So this is like a small business simulator. <laughs> And because I always think about this, I've been a, a pool guy for a while, yeah. And I see other pool guys driving around, and the first thing I always think is, like, screw you, dude. And like, yeah. I like, drive yeah. into
1: them, yeah. it's like basic instinct, yeah. No, I yeah. Mean, you're kind of right. Like, uh, side quest, I always get sucked into in Yakuza because I think it's, I don't remember if it was in Kiwami One, but it's it's definitely in zero and it's definitely in two. Where you can be the manager of a cabaret club. Those clubs in Japan where, like, women just, like, sit with dudes and, like, drink with them. Yeah. Yeah. And you literally are, it's like a whole mini game where you have, like, six tables and, like, you hire your hostesses and they have, like, energy for, like, how much they've been working and stuff. And, like, some people request, like, specific hosts, like, this dude wants a sexy lady, this dude wants a funny lady, and you're, like, sending the right ones to the table and they'll, like, call you over because they need, like, a new menu or, like, an ice tray, and you have to learn what the actual symbols that they use in those restaurants are, like, for. So I'm like, I could be Cabaret club manager at this point, a woman could just be like, I'm like, get that woman a menu, get that woman a menu right
0: now. <laughs> like, yeah, it would basically be like that, and there'd be a bunch of random odd jobs you could do. Yeah, the game. it'd be like all these Yakuza games and no more heroes. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, when you're like,
1: once like and no heroes little. and stuff. Yeah,
0: stuff like that. You could do all that, and then <laughs> you'd see competing uh business rivals. Yeah. You could take them out. Yeah, or you could hire people to take them out, and then like cops get involved and maybe investigate you. <laughs> like I was thinking about all these different levels, and it just it feels like a Yakuza game. Yeah, no, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, just, just an American version. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I
1: mean, where it's, it's like Americans you you would... do something that seems so mundane, and it just starts escalating <laughs> into like yeah. randomness. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah,
0: it's GTA ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but maybe it doesn't go all the way, kind yeah. of like Yakuza. Does. Yeah, yeah. And I think Americans would eat that up.
1: Probably. Yeah,
0: probably. they probably would. Now nah, I just need to put a development team. For
1: sure. <laughs> For sure.
0: Somebody steal my yeah. idea right now and just make the game.
1: <laughs> the, the one side quest in Yakuza Kiwami 2 that, like, ate away way too much of my time is there's a whole RTS game in the game. right. There's a yeah, r- right. Yeah, there's real-time it, like- strategy game where you're like, are helping Goro with his construction company. The other main character with the eye patch in the series, and so like you have to like set up your defenses with like some yakuza guys and like people. You'll do side quests, and some of those people, when you finish their side quest, will join that business. So you get like hire, like, you're hiring people through doing side quests and stuff. Right. Yeah, it's so like. It, it gets just builds so, on itself. Yeah, it itself. gets so wild. Yeah. Like, they have special moves and stuff that you activate at certain times. You have to reposition them. It's so weird. And, uh... Oh.
0: <laughs> I haven't touched Horizon, though. No.
1: <laughs> no. You know what's
0: really funny about that? It came... The first one came out right before Zelda.
1: It did. And now you're playing, playing the second, second one right, right before Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. That's oh, pretty funny. Gone. Yeah. Well, I didn't play the first one until, like, this amount of time after it came out, or more. I probably played the first one, like, a year and a half after yeah, it came no out. No
0: one played that first one much after Zelda yeah, came cause out. Yeah, because
1: Breath of the Wild so, yeah.
0: And then, what was... Oh, Elden Ring came out right after 2 did...
1: Right. Right, yeah. <laughs> I remember. I, yeah, it's like, oh, I could get that, but Elden Ring's out next week. It's a
0: different game of the years. Yeah. <laughs> Literally.
1: Yeah, true.
0: It's not It's nuts. True. Uh, what else we got? Here? What else we got? Here? Are we moving right in the, we are, we are. We're moving right into movies and TV. Now we're cruising. Yep. All right. Bo is afraid. Great movie.
1: But was he really?
0: Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was very afraid. He <laughs> watched this movie. This is cool. Ari Aster. He did uh hereditary and midsummer. Yeah. And this is definitely, I think, the most, like, entertaining of them.
1: Yeah. I've actually recently heard that uh, there's a director's cut of Midsummer on the DVD that people like a lot more than the theatrical release. Yeah, so I was like, I need to check that out because I like that movie and I think it just kind of was missing some parts. And I wonder if those parts are in the director's cut. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Something more sinister, maybe. Yeah. Because it felt like it could have gone a notch higher with that. Yeah. For me um this is more of like a dark comedy slash yeah. like mind fuck movie like yeah i big fan i but like i the thing about it for me is i i liked how more concise the other two films he had made were yeah this one's kind of like this is like
1: him doing something way more experimental yeah, it seems like exactly yeah.
0: and i still yeah. like it don't yeah. get it wrong at all like i, I Like I said, I think it's the most entertaining one.
1: Yeah, it's it's him truly trying to be a filmmaker. Because, like, he kind of, I mean, Hereditary is great, but kind of follows some formulas when it comes to horror movies. Midsummer is a bit more weird, but this one just seems like, he's like, no, I'm just going to, like, flex my creative muscles and make my movie.
0: And he just does such a good job with, like, dark urban comedy, I think. Yeah. So the first like half that, hour yeah, of this movie it. is he could make some kind of wild modern like take on today's urban yeah. like streets and yeah. cities and stuff. I, I would
1: I would like to see him based on what people have told me about this movie. I would love to see him do something like Taxi Driver. Sure. Like a serious, gritty, small movie. Yeah. Like, I think he could do that really well yeah. based on what people have told me about. The first like, hour of Bo is afraid.
0: Like, so it starts off with him in a the therapist's office. And, you know, he's dealing with anxiety. Therapists trying to help him through like anybody, you know, like, come on, Bo, you know, just like step at a time, blah, blah, yeah. blah, all that kind of stuff. And uh, he's on his way home after that. And, you know, it, it cuts to all these like urban dudes on the <laughs> street, just like, like hate on their faces, tattoos <laughs> everywhere, like just crazy looking people. And uh like Bo is like running and like <laughs> running and the guy eventually sees Bo like running and, and he like makes eye contact with him and he starts running at him. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like you're not sure what's happening. And then he's like just running for his apartment door. And all these crazy people just hang outside of yeah and he, like gets to it just in time and closes the door and the guy's like banging on the door mm-hmm. as he gets into his apartment <laughs> And it's just such a funny parallel yeah right after being in the thick with his office more anxiety it's like yeah no shit yeah <laughs> this guy's life right off the fat in the start of the movie yeah it's like
1: boom just gets wild
0: yeah, yeah. And then he's, like, in his apartment and on the news is, like, this old dude who just got away and is on the loose, like, who had stabbed 28 different people. And he was, like, looking out the window at everybody outside. And the guy is, like, out there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just, like, it's dark comedy done so well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny and it's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's some really good scenes. Yeah. I don't want to give away. Yeah, it's uh, just the beginning. I feel like kind of sets the tone. Yeah, so <clears throat> it was fun. It was entertaining. Yeah, and by the end you're like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Like, what did I just watch? <laughs> especially some scenes at the end, you're like, I... they make you question everything. Yeah, about the movie. Oh yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's move on to Guardians.
1: Guardians Volume Trace.
0: Yeah, I'll let you start that one off. I went off on both. Right. So.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. Guardians was amazing. Guardians was amazing.
0: Guardians is really the easy.
1: more the more time I have to digest the movie, I'm just like, that's probably my favorite Guardians of the Galaxy movie.
0: You like it more than one, huh?
1: Yeah. No, I I. will it like
0: one more still.
1: Yeah. No. I I really think I like it more than one. It's more point. serious. Yeah. I, I think the seriousness the thing is it's one of those movies where it's like I do want to say I like it more than one but I wouldn't care about it as much as I do if it weren't for one you know yeah right it, it's like one
0: deserves the credit yeah I built the yeah building it, it's the building blocks to make this all possible yeah. yeah
1: it's like how I feel about like the end of like episode six with Star Wars where it's like this is good. But I wouldn't care that much if it weren't for four and five, right? Especially, especially five. five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so especially it's, five. Yeah, because five, the reveal of Darth Vader and all that, like, really makes it work. And yeah, one does such a good job of setting up the Guardians as characters, and you really get to know them. And in... which is shocking how well James Gunn developed that many characters over three movies. Yeah, because it's really hard. And you to get to Infinity War too. Yeah, yeah, you do get, like, yeah, Rocket and stuff.
0: Yeah, they're in yeah. it for a little bit.
1: Yeah. And, uh, well, just Rocket's in Endgame. Oh, uh, yeah. With Thor. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, going, I, I, yeah, those parts are yeah, great. Yeah. and uh, Yeah, because yeah, all the Guardians get wiped except for Rocket.
0: Oh, uh, the guy, Tyrion.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thanks. Tyrion, yeah. Uh, uh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, yeah as playing, a giant. Yeah, <laughs> playing a... Well, a dwarf, but a giant dwarf, yeah. and a space dwarf. Yeah, Vienna. Yeah, no, uh, movie was very strong. Had the strongest villain in
0: the MCU, People possibly. Are all like, high evolutionary. Yeah, and yeah, it was great. He was great. It's a bad guy that is a bad guy being bad. Yeah. Thank you.
1: What's really funny about the movie? I actually because they do the Counter Earth thing with the High Evolutionary, which as we talked about before where counter-earth in the comics is more of like an actual opposite earth it's not full of animal people right yeah i was recently i was bored while playing zelda and i turned on spider-man unlimited which i haven't seen since i was like a kid oh
0: my god an yeah. evolutionary was no
1: it? no it takes place on counter-earth oh wow. Yeah, like, Peter Parker, like, goes into, like, a ship and, like, ends up on counter-Earth. And I was like, no wonder I thought this show was so weird when I... And there are animal people, too, in the show. Sometimes
0: comics are the gift that keeps on giving. I'll say that a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, you find a little bit of information that, like... And then you're like, oh, I understand
1: this more now. Yeah, I know. When I was a kid, I was just kind of watching the show... And it's only, like, I think it got canceled after one season, so it's, like, 13 episodes or something. Right. So, like, I would just watch it because it came out in 2000 or something like that. So I was, like, seven, eight years old just being like, Spider-Man! But I always thought it was kind of weird because I did watch the animated series, and, like, Venom and Carnage in that show were very different. Like, they're more of, like, amorphous blobs than they are... Like, they can just kind of, like, shapeshift. Yes, yeah, like Scipio,
0: it's more. Shipping, oh, it's more.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's weird. And then, and then now I've seen it again, and I'm like, oh, it's Counter-Earth. This makes a lot more okay. sense. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, uh, the other thing I feel that way about, like, the gift that keeps on giving is Lord of the Rings. Like, there's, yeah. and this is why I think I fell in love with Lord of the Rings the way I did, is I liked comics as much as I did, and it's just like, oh, do you want a lore dive? Yeah, forever? and Lord of the
1: Rings is like, lore dive. Except Extreme.
0: one dude came up with it all.
1: Yeah, well, so it's okay. concise. You're,
0: yeah, uh, But, like, how much information there is to learn is insane for one yeah. person to have written that. It's comparable to a comic book universe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I listened, uh, during COVID, I listened to the first two Dune books on audiobook, and I was like, Frank Herbert is a madman. There is, like, I, I was like,
0: I insane.
1: I was like, I need to physically read these, because I cannot understand by just listening to these, because they're so much lower.
0: One thing I realized, too, about audiobooks, as much as I can like an audiobook, like, yeah. some of them are so well done, so well acted out. Yes. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool, but... I don't retain the information the same yeah. way I do when I read it myself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: For me, I prefer them for, like, one-offs, like, short stories and, like, one-off, like, smaller books. Like, I, I've listened to a lot of uh, audiobooks of H.P. Lovecraft stuff, and that works because it's like, oh, this is just this one weird story. It's like a creepypasta, almost. <laughs> almost, yeah. Like. Yeah.
0: Uh, but good. <laughs> I like doing it with, like, things I've read.
1: That also works Yeah, lot,
0: like I was working my way through The Hobbit. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I've listened to some of the uh, Harry Potter ones, too. Yeah, that would be cool.
0: Yeah. I want to listen to uh, who plays Gollum.
1: Andy Serkis. Yeah,
0: he has an audiobook of Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, and yeah. really good. Yeah. And I
0: actually watched a trailer from it, and it was really
1: good. Oh, yeah. Like,
0: I, I, I was listening to a different one on Spotify, which I thought he did a good job on. Yeah, But yeah. this Andy Serkis.
1: Yeah, well, Andy Serkis is a really good actor. So yeah, you killed It, it makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, we got off topic on we, Guardians, though. We did.
1: We did. Well, <laughs> oh, makes sense. Bring it back. Because it's going back to the franchise thing. And, yeah, you know, Guardians was just uh, like it hit that core so hard, like that emotional core of that movie.
0: Uh, one thing I will say I, I overall liked the first movie more. The issue I always had with the first movie, though, was the ending. Yeah, and I will give you I think you were saying it maybe it was Sam though that the ending is like it's good because it's
1: different yeah that's what I was yeah. saying Yeah, it's not the it's, same it's not just punch Fight. the bad guy yeah, yeah. I'll give there's, you- a, there's a blue laser in the sky about to destroy the city let's punch the bad guy right. and stop the blue and laser
0: I can appreciate that but I do like the the ending of this movie way more yes way yes. more than the first yes. movie. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, I I thought it was so good the way it ended. Yeah. Yeah. It brought a lot of characters to where they should be. And it makes you even be like, I'm more excited to see what another Guardians movie would be like with this new Guardians team (laughs) than I am to watch the Marvels. Okay. Yeah. I'm watching the Marvels trailer before the Guardians. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like... What is Marvel doing exactly? Yeah. Like, where is the X-Men? Yeah. Where's the Fantastic Four? Like, right? what is this?
1: I, I love what Red Letter Media said about the Marvels in their Guardian story where they're just like, yeah, it's girls get it done, the movie. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of really is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is, literally. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll be okay, but, nah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I. I... I will always say Captain Marvel is the only Marvel film I did not see in theaters. I saw it. Yeah, it was, Captain Marvel is the only one I sat out on. Then I watched it, finally, and was like, yeah, I'm kind of okay, I skipped that one. <laughs> like, I still... not, not, not that it's the worst one. There's definitely worse Marvel <laughs> movies than Captain Marvel, but it's not good.
0: <laughs> There's a few I haven't seen still. Never watched Incredible Hulk or Edward Norton. Yeah, the original Hulk. Yeah. Never watched that. And I've never seen Black Widow still.
1: Oh, you never saw Black I Widow. Saw See, Black like Widow. Black Widow is one that I'm like, yeah, that was a worse movie than Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel had a through line in a plot. <laughs> Black Widow is kinda just like, yeah, let's just do this.
0: And like I don't know about how bad Taskmaster is or any of that. Yeah.
1: I didn't mind Taskmaster in that movie. I get why some people were upset with how the character was changed. But I thought it made sense for the movie. That really wasn't my biggest problem. My biggest problem with the movie is that, like, everyone is apparently a superhero. Because, like, so many people in that movie do, like, hit things and, like, fall off of things. And it's like, you would die. You're a normal human. You're not Captain America. Like... Black Widow's a normal person.
0: Right. I kind of thought that, felt that way about Gamora at points in Guardians 3, actually. When she, like, there's a scene where she gets thrown around that frickin' spaceship. And I was just like, damn, like... Yeah,
1: I mean, Thanos' daughter, you gotta yeah. assume.
0: See, that's the thing she got...
1: You gotta assume Ben through some stuff, because, yeah. uh, I mean, why would he replace Nebula's body and not hers unless she could take whatever he was dishing out, you know?
0: That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I give you that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, See, that's why Guardians is nice. You can you can make through lines. Like it all it all works. <laughs>
0: I also, still haven't seen uh, Shang Chi.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No surprise. I like Shang Chi. I think it's very maligned. Like people don't like that movie, and I'm like, why? Well, comic <laughs> conspiracy
0: says they don't like it because it's just not the character.
1: Oh yeah, no. I get it. If you're a, if you're an avid comic book fan and you yeah. don't, it's not the comic book version. Sure, I don't really know much about him in the comics. So right. for me, I was just, it's just like, a movie for you. yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like, this is a fine movie. Like, it was nice to see some kung fu. You know, I'm like, funny. Right.
0: They don't make those. Yeah, anymore. my
1: my biggest problem with that movie is that the ending kind of turns into like a Marvel like.
0: Big bad. Big bad
1: guy, like yeah. like CGI fight scene, where it's like, no, I, I would have loved this movie if it just ended up being, like, him and his dad fist fighting. Like, that would have been amazing. And you get that for, like, half of the ending, which is like, this is all I want. I want, like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon in Marvel. And this is great. And then it's like, no, we're going to throw in, like, dragons. <laughs> so, so I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's, it's fine. It's one of the few movies I've really liked uh, Aquafina as a character. And, oh, right. Actress, yeah,
0: know. she was in. um, She was in Renfield.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah She's I saw yeah.
0: on that one. Yeah. I liked Renfield. It was yeah. just about toxic bosses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And ultimately. Yeah. It was a comedy. It, the action's a little over the top and unnecessary, I think, at times. Yeah. Where it's like trying it, to. Get...
1: It's unfortunate because, like, I've only heard okay things about that movie like people are just like it's fine it's a fun watch like blah blah, blah. but it like bombed in the box office
0: yeah i kind of see that though yeah
1: and it, but people are like it didn't deserve that you know it deserved to at least like make its money back it's not that bad yeah it's not like you know like ghost rider made so much money and that movie's terrible like
0: <laughs> i think the advertising doesn't help it because that like what i'm talking about the action the Like, over-the-topness is so much of the advertising of the movie. Yeah, It's, like, crazy, like, bodies flying apart in the commercials. And then it'll be, like, Nick Cage for a second being, like, Dracula. Yeah. And it's, like, what is this silly movie? And it didn't really portray the cleverness of the writing ever in advertising, but rather the action silliness.
1: Yeah, trailer houses are weird when it comes to how they cut trailers is sometimes you'll see a trailer for a movie and you're like, this is way better than the trailers made it look because they tried to like.
0: Right. I wasn't expecting th- any of that. Yeah. Actually good comedy. Yeah. Out of that movie.
1: The, the thing about trailers is they make them to try to just like grab the average person's attention. Who's just like watching YouTube or watching TV where right. it's like, Oh, I, its this grab my attention. Yeah. And, it, yeah, so it's weird because sometimes they'll just, like, throw in, like, all the... I mean, look at the trailers for Guardians. I don't think those do that movie justice at all.
0: Yeah, they're very blasé. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And whereas the movie is so deep and good, and it's, like, the trailers are just kind of, like, that one hallway scene near the end where they're all fighting. Like, that's that's in the trailer for, like, half of it. It's like, look at all this cool stuff. Right. It's like, why did you advertise the movie? It's, yeah, it's weird.
0: If you showed, like, a moment from Rocket's backstory, yeah. people would have been like, I have to see this. Yeah.
1: I think, like, the first trailer did that, because, you know, like, the first trailer generally ends up being not the one that's on TV. Like, the like the first uh, Spider-Verse trailer seemed to be more about the emotional core of the movie that we're going to see, where I just watched the new one today from like five days ago and it was very much like crazy spider-man we got all these (laughs) spider-men and i'm like yeah and i'm like that's probably actually not going to be a lot of the movie a lot of the movie is probably going to be about like miguel o'hara spider-man 2099 like trying to stop spider-man from i'm assuming the plot of this movie is going to be he has to save his dad or save the universe because Miles Morales' backstory is usually that his dad dies.
0: Yeah, probably will have to do with his dad.
1: And his dad's still alive, so I think it's going to be he knows his dad's going to die, but he can let his dad die and save the multiverse, yeah. or We're he can save his dad. That's, that's exactly what I'm thinking the movie's going to be about. Dude, like,
0: I have to spoil Spider-Verse. But there's
1: a line in the trailer where <laughs> Miguel O'Hara says, like, you can save one person or save the universe. And so I'm like, okay, this is probably going to be, like, save your dad. If not, then they're going to make it Spider-Gwen there. Probably the other That option. could
0: work, too, right? Yeah. Somebody.
1: Yeah. Somebody going to die. <laughs> uh,
0: speaking of MCU, Doctor Strange 2, apparently, the writers didn't know about the ending of Wanda. Yeah. 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 That's part of why. Yeah. They don't line up perfectly. Yeah.
1: Which I which I think is great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean sometimes it works out. I don't. I don't like Star Wars, (laughs) (laughs) where that doesn't work out. Truth, truth. Actually, they don't know though.
1: Well, apparently with Star Wars, they're just they just don't know. I think (laughs) recently Kathleen Kennedy was like, we don't have like talking about like making new Star Wars stuff. She was like, we don't have like a bunch of graphic novels or like eight thousand page books and blah blah. And people are like. Yes, you do. You just decided to make them not canon anymore. (laughs) Like, like, literally.
0: I think Star Wars desperately needs to get away from being just, like, controlled entirely by Disney. And have, like, its own little Star Wars studio. The way that Marvel Studios is a thing. Yeah. People that are actually dedicated. I think it just needs to get
1: away from Skywalkers. That too. It needs to just start doing something.
0: But if there was a studio, they'd understand the demand to get away from that. Yeah. I think, somewhat. Like, Marvel Studios kind of, I think, lost their way a little bit. Yeah. Like, really, man? Like, looking forward? What's an MCU movie you're excited for at this point? Oh,
1: oh, nothing. I'm more excited for what they're going to do about Jonathan Majors as Kang than I am about the actual movies. I love
0: all the people being like, get rid of Kang bring high evo- can we make high evolution yeah, like, version thing. of yeah. hang yeah. or something <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. that would be great i i totally forgot that that guy was in uh peacemaker the guy who played high revolutionary oh yeah yeah he
0: was one of most- yeah, yeah. aliens yeah oh spoilers yeah
1: spoilers <laughs> for peacemaker <laughs> you didn't even finish it yeah i spoiled that for you no, i know i knew that okay um yeah, no. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, that was that guy, because <laughs> like, he doesn't have the hair and he's got the weird face right. thing. So he totally is not killer in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way more down to earth character. Yeah. Where this one, he's like, I will be crazy. <laughs> like, Hayden, Hayden, I actually Hayden. love that idea. I kind of wish High Evolutionary could be the villain instead of Kang at this point. Like,
0: he's a way better. I really
1: than- like Jonathan Majors a lot as an actor, but you know, with everything going on with him,
0: just multiverse yeah. is boring.
1: Multiverse is boring. I like Kang though. I've always kind of liked Kang as a character. I think Kang
0: works better with X Men.
1: Yeah, I mean they're going to bring the X Men in soon, but That's, I think I think Kang works. I mean, they, you know, like, Kang was in a lot of that Avengers Assemble cartoon from like oh yeah years ago. Yeah, and my nephew used to watch that when he was young. And I liked that show from what I saw. I liked the way they did Kang. And he was also in the one that we watched, too. Uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the two-season. Right. Yeah, Kang was in it for, like, a little story arc. I've always liked his concept as a character. I think he's, like, one of the few multiverse things done right. But, yeah, it's it's weird. Because, yeah, you got the whole Jonathan Major situation. So, it's like, do you recast him? And I'm fully behind recasting people. But... I was talking to our friend Prescott about it, and he was saying about how, like, do you remember when, like, a character got recast in Game of Thrones and people were just, like, your average audience was just like, hey, who is this guy? Why is he interacting with these people like this and, like, blah, blah, and it's, like, it's the same character. They the like, mountain dude. Yeah, no, exactly, and they, like, they didn't get that, and it's, like... There, it wasn't even just the mountain, too. There was, like, two other characters that got, like, recast. Through, yeah. Right? And it's... Yeah, so, like, some people, it's not gonna click that it's the same character. Right. But I think it could have worked for Kang, because, like, you have the multiverse.
0: Right. Yeah, I think Kang. it could work for Kang.
1: Yeah. But I, it is upsetting, yeah, because I watched uh, Creed 3 recently. And uh, he plays the villain in Creed 3. Yeah. And he was awesome. As the villain. He's like, a good actor. Yeah, he was awesome. And I was like, I feel so bad that this dude is, like, apparently a scumbag. Because now, like, more women are coming forward. Oh boy. After the incident. Yeah. So, it's like, oh, no. Like.
0: I don't know how they want to recast him. Like, if they want another black guy. Or they're going to, like, change that whole thing. But yeah. I think if you were going to go with someone similar. That. Uh, I wish I knew his name. The main actor from. Um. Uh, lovecraft country
1: that is him
0: there you go <laughs> That's
1: Jonathan Matrix. I, and literally
0: i thought of him because yeah. i was like that guy can act so yeah. good
1: no, yeah he's <laughs> <laughs> a good actor I, he's is just, it
0: really though yeah I feel like he looks younger yeah like so much younger no than yeah, it's, craft yeah. country yeah. he looks
1: a lot younger <laughs> in creed too they have to try to make him look as young as Michael B. Jordan looks, because <laughs> they're supposed I to. I feel next. like he
0: looks like way older as King. Yeah,
1: he's actually not that old too. He's just like looks kind of older. Uh, I know he's got a very gruff look about him.
0: The first episode of Lovecraft Country, I think, in its entirety, uh, or maybe it's the second one that ends with like a really emotional bang for the main character, like he gets really upset and like has a breakdown at his car and just the way that I guess Jonathan Majors. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Does the feed. Yeah.
0: uh, Just uh, he freaking kills it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just so well acted. Blows me away. Still just thinking about it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's good. (laughs) You learn something every day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wait, that was Jonathan Majors that whole time.
0: And uh, another, we got some other shows coming out. Barry. Barry's in his last season. It's, um, actually, we're recording this right after a couple of, uh, <clears throat> what is it, the uh, sixth episode of the fourth season has come out. So, only three episodes left, including that one. And I'm pretty excited to see how it's going to go. I If you watched the last episode of Barry, you're like, all right, where is this going now? <laughs> I mean, it it could be straightforward, but you just like all right, it was it long in the tooth was the last episode. I wanted it to really go somewhere more. <laughs> uh season 4 episode 5, but yeah, we're we're I think it set things up as well as earlier in the season and now everything's going to be like the payoff, the climax of the whole show. So, I'm looking
1: forward to these next few. So it's a show like at this point, I'm like, hopefully I'll be like bored next winter and just watch all of it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Good just then I can just watch it start to finish and be like, Oh, that was crazy. <laughs>
0: like... And then the more popular HBO show on right now, succession. I yeah. Finally. Well, did not that just end? There's an episode on tonight.
1: Yeah, no, I, but it's also in this last season, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's the finale tonight or yeah. what, but yeah, I thought it was already over. And then I, I thought was it was. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's a new one tonight.
1: But yeah.
0: I didn't know. Uh, so, but I watched the first episode today. Yeah. And it was really good. I'm going to keep watching it. Yeah. I like it. It's just, it's not as quick as watching like Barry with half hour episodes. Yeah. 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 Or 40 minute episodes. Yeah, more like hour long ish. 40. Yeah. Minute,
1: 40 to 55, kind of, yeah. depending on the episode. Exactly.
0: Yeah. But it's, really good i'd recommend it to people for sure uh barry's more of the dark comedy succession's more of like a business corporation. yeah it's
1: corporate drama game
0: of thrones drama. yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. essentially like yeah just put all that into a corporation context (laughs) wealthy people high up and yeah like like, media-based business yeah Mm -hmm. but uh Looking like we just wrapped it up and even in under an hour. Yeah. It's just a nice little compact bow <laughs> on that. Uh we could talk about Zelda.
1: Yeah, we should throw it a little Zelda.
0: Yeah. Even though right. we already went through our games.
1: But... Yeah. We mentioned Zelda. I'm wearing the Zelda shirt. Uh yeah, we That's been... it. <laughs> yeah. We we've been playing some Zelda. Zelda just came out. We don't have a lot to say about it, I would imagine, because I don't think either of us are that far it's in Zelda. It's good. But it's really good. <laughs> it, very it, good. It is really good. And we're not huge fans of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan. I think it's a good video game. I just didn't love it as a Zelda game. Yeah, like, like I didn't love the plot. I thought there was, the plot was very shallow. Uh, I I didn't like the copy paste yeah. bosses, yeah. and this game doesn't seem to do. No, that no, at no. All. I I have seen, uh, the first two major bosses in the story, and I was like, oh, these are cool and different. And the copy paste stuff works. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know if you remember the lionels in Breath of the Wild, like the lion guys, the lion like centaur guys that you could fight in Breath of the Wild, and they were kind of like this. Super hard enemies you could find in like random areas. Maybe. Yeah. They, they they were fun and cool. I prefer this game's version of them a lot more, which are Gleox, the three headed dragon. So, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I I was flying over an area on my paraglider and I just saw this like empty Colosseum and I was like, oh, that reminds me of uh, Shadow of Colossus when you fight like the. Colosseum boss in Shadow of Colossus. Right. And so I'm like, let's drop in there and see what's in there. And then I like land on the side and I just see this like three headed thunder dragon in the bottom. And I was like, don't know if I should fight that. It might kill me. <laughs> and all of a sudden my weapons start like shimmering because lightning's about to strike and I have metal weapons on my back yeah. like the first game. I was like, nope, I'm, I'm getting out of here. And I was flying over a different spot and there was a frost one. And it just lasered me out of the sky and just one hit me and I died. I was like, "All right, all right, these things are yeah, I love that tough. I need to actually."
0: Yeah, this game just takes everything that was presented in the first one and cranks it up. Yep, it yeah. makes it more what Zelda is. Yeah, what it should I, be.
1: I wish I played the first one on the Switch instead of the Wii U because if you have your save, you can import your horses.
0: Oh man, yeah. That would have been really nice.
1: Yeah. I was like, ah, man, I had so many horses. (laughs) And apparently zombie horses prevent uh, blight, which is nice. The undead horses. Yeah. Because, yeah, if you go underground, because there's a whole underground, spoiler alert, there's not just up sky area and Hyrule. There's also an underground area. And in the underground area, there's blight. And if you step in the blight, you temporarily lose maximum hearts.
0: Damn. Yeah. That's horrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's, it's like wicked dark down there and you got to find like trees that light up the I areas. feel like it's not going to be a huge
0: area. It's oh, really? The
1: same size as Hyrule.
0: Oh, no. That makes sense that it's underground.
1: Yep. It's the same. The, apparently though, something I learned that's nice to know advanced tips uh every one of those has a shrine on the top of it so if like if you're underground you find these things you can go to the underground map on your on your menu Mm. and then go above ground on like the teleport point right and be like oh there's a shrine there that i didn't get Oh. Yeah, because like, uh, there should be a shrine right on the ground level of that. Teleport. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's nice to know. Huh. But yeah, no, it's a fun game. I can't wait to play more. The dungeons seem good. They seem way more varied. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh, it, if you're wondering, I mean, we're talking about how there's three layers to this, how big this area, the game is. Yeah. IGN put a thing out that's like... Their fastest player beat it in 60 hours. Yeah. So it's a long game. It's a really long game. Yeah. Which is nice.
1: Yeah, depending on how much you want to get done. I mean, I've been flying around, and there are times where I'm, like, next to Hyrule Castle, like, paragliding from the sky. And I'm just like, I could probably just go there and fight Ganon. Because <laughs> it's that type of game. Where yeah. You can do that. Right. But I don't want to do that.
0: Were there older Zelda games like that?
1: No. No. No, this is very much like yo. Know, just fight like old Zelda games are more like you got to beat the seven temples and do that stuff.
0: Right, get, water get, temple. Yeah, yeah you can't temple.
1: you can't get past like certain doors without fire arrows and stuff like that, which right. unlock in areas. I miss that though? Oh no, I do too. I do too for sure.
0: It's like the, this whole yeah. all open worldness. Yeah. Games. Yeah. You know?
1: I don't mind it though. I think I think Zelda does it correctly, where it lets you be free, but it does kind of incentivize you to go explore and find everything.
0: It's so weird. I think too, where we're in a world where everything's being designed for short attention spans.
1: Yeah, but meanwhile, our video games are like giant, sprawling, 45-hour adventures. They're treating
0: everybody the exact opposite. It's like, yeah, yeah, don't you want to dive in hardcore on every game that comes out? It's like, no, they want to play games the way they they used to be made. Yeah. Short, fun levels. Yeah. Yeah, of a good game. Well, I mean,
1: with video games, it's more of an interactive medium, too, though, as opposed to, like, watching stuff you know so some people are totally fine with getting like sucked into a world that they feel like they're in
0: yeah i think with elden ring that makes sense you know
1: yeah yeah
0: but, and Zelda, it's kind of it does fit into that category yeah. more yeah. i'll say that you know i just don't like seeing every game
1: no no that. no there needs to be less of it for yeah. sure and for it's sure. like
0: as much as i the, think the problem is when we have... zelda i still like that old zelda yeah. it's like oh like, yeah for, for sure what we say with final fantasy like I like the new Final Fantasy, yeah. But
1: I want the turn-based back still. Yeah. in my don't like that yeah. guy. The uh, the yeah. The th- I think the thing about the open world stuff is that when you get games like Elden Ring and Tears of the Kingdom, it makes like your generic open world games just be like blah. Like yeah. why am oh, I playing yeah. this? Forspoken. yeah. Hogwarts, yeah. I and mean, you get that like,
0: Harry Potter aesthetic, which is nice. But yeah, yeah. But like the, the, not games
1: there. like Metal Gear five where it's like i don't even love metal gear five as a metal gear game that much but that game is so much fun right just play and
0: mess around with like it's the original breath of the wild (laughs) yeah kind of yeah it's very similar
1: it came out around the same time
0: i think it was a little bit before yeah 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 like months
1: yeah it was like the same year year, i'm pretty sure
0: i'm not totally sure yeah it it had that same concept where you just get creative yeah in your game yeah yeah which is cool support us guys please subscribe like retweet whatever it is (laughs) get it out there we appreciate any of the support that you can give us please give us a like because we're doing video yeah (laughs) like please send something if you actually got this far in the episode spotify listeners i know you can't see me I know you can't see Derek, (laughs) but we can see your poll results. (laughs) So get (laughs) on those polls. Don't answer the polls. Don't answer
1: the 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 (laughs) polls.
0: Do the polls. And let's get some comments on on YouTube. Please, please, we're asking. Please on the feedback. It would be so cool if we could get that to happen. So uh, please. And I'm going to try. I'm going to try. We're going to try, guys. Now. You can see what's happening on the screen if you're watching the video version. But- powered right. by Riverside.
1: Yeah. He's not just jamming for no reason.
0: Thank you again for listening. Signing off.